You are listening to the Metabolic Coach Podcast, where it's all about real women and real problems. And I'm your host, Dr. Rashmi Pawar, specialist gynecologist and also a certified life and weight coach, where I don't just talk about medical problems, but what goes on when you hear about those problems. Hello, everybody. And welcome to today's episode on cesarean versus normal delivery. And the reason why I'm recording this episode is not mainly because I want to talk about the benefits of cesarean or the benefits of normal delivery, but about how you make a decision on what to have. So world over, like if you think about all the people who have had cesarean sections, like why do we do cesarean sections? There are only two main reasons why we do cesarean section. Number one is if the baby is in stress, like there's baby distress, or there is placenta, which is covering the cervix, uh, and you just can't have normal delivery. You are going to bleed to death if you try for normal delivery. So these are the two main reasons why we do cesarean sections. But apart from that, there is another reason that you try to go in labor, but you just don't progress. You get stuck in labor, as in you were four centimeters and every four hours we check you, you just didn't go from four to four or some patients would get stuck at full dilatation. So, like in some countries, they are still doing cesarean sections for a contracted pelvis or a cephalopelvic disproportion, as in the baby, as in your pelvis is not suitable for normal delivery. But in most advanced countries, we don't use that as a reason to do cesarean. Because the funny thing is, the more advanced you get, we have to go back to our basics because there are a lot of complications which have happened because of cesarean section. So let's go back in our past. We did cesarean sections because we wanted to save mothers, we wanted to save babies, but there were no antibiotics. So it was very difficult to do cesareans because these mothers who were having cesarean section, the baby was coming out, but the moms were like having a lot of complications and death because the antibiotics were not there. Now we have antibiotics. Unfortunately, with a lot of antibiotics, there's antibiotic resistance and people are dying because of that. So we don't want that. Secondly, with a lot of cesarean sections, what happens is one time you have cesarean, the next time the chances of you having normal are very less. I mean, if you really want to have normal, we, we will, of course, give you VBAC and I'll make another episode on VBAC. But we will always be skewed towards having a cesarean section if you were previous cesarean. So the chances of you having more normal delivery reduces and chances of you having cesareans increases. The more cesareans you have, the more anesthesia risk you have. The more cesareans you have, the chances of you uh, having scar pregnancy, which is basically an ectopic pregnancy, which gets stuck in the cesarean scar, that can happen. 
the more cesareans you have, the chances of you having placenta previa and abnormal placentation happens. As in the placenta, which is normally on the fundus or on the back or in the front, it gets stuck on the scar. And then there are rare cases wherein this placenta doesn't separate after delivery. So normally when the baby is coming out, like when we do cesarean section, we cut the uterus, we take the baby out, and then we want our placenta to separate. It's a big organ which is providing nutrition to the baby. That placenta does not separate easily because it's stuck densely to the scar. And if it doesn't separate, it will just keep bleeding. So <clears throat> there are rare cases wherein the placenta is so abnormally stuck to the uterus, it is going from the uterus to the bladder and stuck so much. So there are patients who will be like, hey, that all those complications, I'm not going to have because I'm going to have just one or two babies. But we have seen these complications even with this one cesarean as well. So we can't tell if you are going to be that person who has just no complication in the next pregnancy. So generally, there are a lot of doctors who would be like giving to help a patient make the decision um, they would ask the patient how many children you want to have like in India there's a very high cesarean section rate purely because we are supposed to have just two children that's the law of the country um, if you have the third child there are like um, many privileges that third child will not get because of the population explosion so the doctors are leaning towards doing cesarean section. But the patient always has a choice. You cannot understand when you're consenting for a procedure. They cannot do the surgery without you consenting. So please exercise that, that opportunity to get informed completely. Because there are so many patients I see who would say, I... I was not given a choice. No, you were given a choice because they cannot do a cesarean on you without taking your consent, without getting you on board. But in those moments of, you know, decision-making is so small, those fraction of moments that we lean on agreeing with them. And later on, we are like, no, we didn't agree. But the fact that you let them take you to the operation theater, that means you agreed for it because you always have a choice to say no because we see patients who say no to us even when we want to do the cesarean section so many times so if you're going to have just one or two children if that is the argument we are having you're still at risk of having complications during the second time and you should know that because no one can tell how you're going to heal. No one can tell anything. If you, if you want to have many babies, you might consider trying for a normal delivery. Because what happens, like I work in the Middle East. Here, our patients want to have a lot of babies. That's the culture. And sometimes they, they want, like things go wrong. Their husband dies. And they remarry and they want to have children with the other husband. Sometimes children die 
and then you want to have more children. So when such, we don't know what's going to happen, we as physician community, we have to be really careful with whom are we offering cesarean section. So the organization where I work, if your baby's head is not down, as in you're a breach or a transverse life, for sure you will get a cesarean section. If your baby's stress, or if you are severe growth restriction, you might get a cesarean section. Or if you're having a placenta previa, you might have, get a cesarean section. So rest of the patients, we have to try for a normal delivery. If you have one cesarean in the past, you might get a cesarean section because you have a choice to not take any risk with your pregnancy and you might ask for a cesarean section, you can get it. So these are the places, like if you have had a myomectomy, a previous uh, fibroid surgery on the uterus, and if your uterus was cut through and through, you might get a cesarean section. But if your fibroid was just outside and we see your notes and there are notes and there's evidence that the cavity was not open, you can try for a normal delivery. But at the end of the day, you still get to decide whether you want to have a normal delivery or a cesarean, even if you are a first-time mom. So I always like to ask, and we always like to ask, if there is a first-time mom who's asking for a cesarean section, why is she asking for a cesarean section? And... In our organization, we actually, patient needs to see three different consultants who need to counsel her that, listen, it's, you. I hope you understand what is the risk associated with it. The patient still gets to decide. She needs to consent for the procedure. We can't just do a cesarean section on you. So <clears throat> most patients who are, who don't want to try normal delivery, they're scared of the pain. They're petrified of any pain. Like just an examination can be scary for her. Um, they can be scared of the needles. They can be scared of the whole process. Um, labor pains. All of these things are very scary for her. And she thinks that a cesarean section, undergoing a cesarean section is probably the best and the fastest way to bypass the whole thing. Maybe, but still complications can happen. Like she thinks it's possible, still complications can happen, no one can really tell. The next reason why most people are scared to have a cesarean section is, uh, sorry, are scared to have a normal delivery is because they want that perfect timing of birth. Um, especially in Hindu culture, we, we want to be delivered in this, in this time. And a lot of our patients would tell us that it needs to be done at that time. That's too much stress. You are trying to control a natural process. Um, and I mean, you can't be undergoing a surgery with that kind of pressure. Imagine we tell the pilot that, okay, you need to take off the flight at this time exactly. Of course, they work on that 
but it's on their schedule, not as per your schedule. Because <laughs> when the tables turn, when you start asking such things, then the stress of it can lead to complications. People can, like, because you are not their only patient, right? They have to take care of so many people. But in your world, you are the only patient. And it's fair. You can probably get what you want. You just have to be like fully aligned into believing that this is what I want and I'm going to get it this way, no matter what. The next uh, is like, suppose like there are a lot of patients who will come with leaking and they don't go in labor. And then there's this discussion on induction of labor and this induction, some patients perceive it as very painful and they're scared of the pain and the process and the waiting. And at the end, some of them do go for a cesarean section and they've heard these stories and they don't want that. So they want a cesarean section, like stop all that. Don't do all that. Just do a cesarean for me. So there are those cases who want cesarean section. And then there's a lot of like familial anxiety, like the people who are taking care of you are anxious, so anxious that you yourself given, you're like, okay, can you please do a cesarean for me? So can't handle their anxiety, you know, because it's it's not just the husband, it's the mother, the mother-in-law, the in-laws, all of them who are coming and going, coming and going, when is the baby coming, when is the baby coming? All of that can make the mother ask for a cesarean section. I mean, these are just a few things, but understand that when physician community is trying to do something or not do something, it's they are looking at your safety. They cannot do something which is not indicated. They will never be able to explain themselves if shit, if things go wrong. If you get a complication, like suppose if you are a normal delivery. You, you, you should have had a normal delivery. There's no indication for a cesarean section and there's a complication that happens. They can lose their license. So every physician, even if they are like super confident, they will think two times, 10 times whether this person needs, because they cannot do a procedure which is not indicated as per, so that they don't lose their license. And this is our training. So they will always resist it. But of course, there are a lot of doctors who will do it because they know they are like in a different um, way of working where like, especially in a private practice, they might do it because they, they know that no matter what happens, this is what you want. And they respect that and they do it for you. And they don't fear complication. Because they know that when you are asking for something, when you're signing, you're consenting for everything. And they will obviously do their best. So to end today's discussion, I want you to know that when you're asking for a cesarean section, know that there is risk associated with it. Everything comes with a consequence. But we are generally like so hell-bent when we are patients, when we are pregnant patients, we are so focused in what we want. And it sometimes works beautifully. Like if you decide that you want to have a cesarean section, find a way to get it. 
don't come to a hospital <laughs> which doesn't offer that to you so do your due diligence do your research find out who is the doctor who just does the cesarean section no matter what for you don't go to a place where you know that their kpi or their um, their motto is to give you a normal delivery it might be difficult and even then like some patients might argue like hey my, what about my what i want you can always use that card always anywhere in the world what about what i want they might just do it if you are strong and firm in that moment and in your belief about what you want if you are clear about it and i'm saying this from that place because i've seen patients doing that like i've worked in organization where patients have just asked me for cesarean and i've done it for them and then i have worked in an organization where we will not do cesareans no matter what the patient doesn't get to say we decide and even then you are a human being with rights so if you are someone who's absolutely sure that you want a cesarean section know all the risk have that conversation with your doctor your doctor will feel more it will feel safer with you knowing your side of the story give them their side of the story and reason with them and then go for it all right my friend that's it for today i will see you next time if you found this information useful please subscribe and give a review Also share this podcast with someone who might use the information that I'm teaching. Thank you.